Welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. I'm your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, and today we have an exciting episode with Andrew Alleman. He is the founder of podcastguests.com, a service that connects podcasters with guests for their shows. Over 30,000 people use the service to find guest experts or to get booked on other shows. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, tell us uh, what many people wonder is, how did you get involved in this? <laughs> well, so I started my own podcast about six, seven years ago now. I'm up to episode 369 and it's uh, a weekly. And uh, you know, it, it's like many podcasts, like, like your show here, it's a kind of a guest format typically. And about a year in, I started to struggle finding guests kind of from my Rolodex, right? I talked to everyone I knew um, that I thought would have an interesting story. And so I started looking around and and trying to find a, a platform to find guests for my show and, and couldn't find one. So I created one. And so for the past well, five years, I've been working on podcastguest.com as well as my own podcast. What is your podcast about? Well, it's about domain names of all topics. So it's it's very much a niche. So it's the people who listen are people that buy and sell domain names. And uh, the registrars like GoDaddy is probably the one most of your listeners are familiar with. Um, so it's kind of an industry publication, if you will. I, I have an actual online publication as well. That's kind of a trade publication for the industry. Um, so very much a, a niche podcast to go with a, a niche publication. How could being a guest on podcasts help your practice in medicine and uh, as a health professional? Yeah, you know, it's interesting to think of doctors being on podcasts to kind of expand their audience. So in general, people go on podcasts because they want to grow their audience. They want to educate an audience, but at the same time, have people know more about them uh, as a professional or more about their business. With doctors, I I think it it makes a lot of sense for them to be guests on podcasts, um, but there's a question of how how national they are versus local, right? So if they get patients from all across the country or perhaps they sell a product, then I think they should target national ones. Um, but I think there's also a big opportunity for doctors that only serve a local community to get in front of the audience there. For, for example, I live on an island of about 25,000 people and there's one local podcast um, that I'm aware of. And I think for a doctor on the island, that'd be a fantastic opportunity to get in front of an audience um, that's very targeted um, to them. I mean, everyone needs doctors, right? Um, And so I, I think there are great opportunities, whether you're local or national. Well, years ago, one said, Get on the radio. If you have a radio show, whether right. you're talking about supplements or 
exercise, how you could pursue better health, people will listen, especially since they're traveling in their car and they're trapped. And what else are they going to do but listen to the radio? But times are very different now. And if you are in the car and you're not listening to music, more than likely, you're listening to a podcast. That's right. That's exactly right. And, you know, another nice thing about podcasts, as opposed to being on the radio, is that uh, it's a little bit lower stakes in that, you know, a podcast can be edited. Um, it's not live. Right. So if, if you're if you're nervous at all, which is understandable about being a guest on live radio, you know, speak, people get you know, butterflies in your stomach, that sort of thing. You can be less nervous, in my opinion, about podcasting. Um, and then all of your podcast experiences and appearances will help you build up kind of that confidence so that if you do get on, say, the morning TV show in your community or a popular radio show, um, then, you know, you'll, you'll have more experience, right? You'll have your talking points down, you'll feel more comfortable doing it. Another advantage to taping a podcast is that once a person downloads it, they could listen anywhere. They could listen while while they're on the treadmill in the gym, while they're walking to the bus station or the train station. So it really gives them a lot of leeway to air it whenever they have a convenient time. That's right. It's anywhere and at, as you mentioned, at any time, right? You know, one of the challenges to radio and TV is you have to be there at that time. That that's the audience, right? Once you're once you're done with that segment, it's gone, right? You know, whereas with podcasts, it's still there. And you know, frankly, a lot of times people go back and listen to episodes from months ago when they're, you know, they'll subscribe to a podcast, they'll scroll through the list of the back catalog and they're like, huh, this looks like an interesting topic and they'll listen to it. So it's a really, it's really interesting. The dividends, obviously it's a long tail, right? Most people listen within the first week or two, but there are a lot of people that go back and listen months later to episodes, especially when they discover a new podcast they like. This is so true. What a lot of people don't really think about is once you put it out there, it's there and accessible forever. Right. That's right. Exactly. Should doctors consider starting their own podcast? Well, so that's that's another level on top of being a guest on podcast. So I always encourage people before starting their own podcast to be a guest on some podcasts first and see how you like that process, because being a host is a lot more work. Uh, you know, after we're done today, you're going to have to basically publish this podcast, right? You might do some light editing. Um, there's some promotion behind it, which you also have to do as a guest, but uh, it, it's a lot more work, right? There's some consistency to it. And so I would ask myself, do I have this time in my day? Do I have, you know, a couple hours a week? And then think about um, the, the cost trade-off here. So if you're a busy professional um, including a, a doctor, you might consider having someone produce it for you um, so that you're not spending time, say, finding guests, uh, doing the editing. I, I outsource my editing on my podcast to someone it, just because I, I realize this isn't my expertise, right? If you're a doctor, you're probably not a professional audio editor, right? And so, whereas if we have a medical issue, we go to a doctor. If you need your podcast edited, it probably makes sense to go to someone who does it all day, all the time. Um, and likewise, if, if you are going to do a guest format podcast, you might consider um, having someone outsourcing that, that process. And I say that I don't, I don't outsource. You know, there are agencies that do that and they'll charge you a lot for it. But there are also people that use my platform that 
help people get, get people booked on their shows. You know, another interesting angle to take might be to, if you do have say a local podcast, that's a, that, uh, is interested in speaking to you is maybe even going on and doing segments over time. So for example, uh, right now during the pandemic, you could do a segment on there where you talk about the latest case numbers and here's what you're seeing in the community and here's how to protect yourself. Right. So much like people had recurring spots on radio, you could also have recurring spots on podcasts. And that'd be a good way to just kind of stay front and center in front of your audience. That's really very helpful. Which platform do you recommend or like best in terms of recording? Yeah, so this is, uh, you know, it's interesting. Over the past two years, I've seen a lot of popularity with Zoom, uh, which is what we're using today, just because everyone's using it in their work. Um, I use a a platform called Squadcast. And what I like about it is it records the audio on both my side and the other person's side. I used to record over Skype. And so my voice would sound great because I was recording it locally, but then theirs would be over the internet, right? So it wouldn't be as good. So Squadcast records both sides independently, uh, gets really good sound quality that way. I don't use video. And although Squadcast supports it and a lot of these platforms out there do, I like that as well, because then for me, since I'm not recording video, the person doesn't have to feel like they need to get presentable to, to be on it and that sort of thing since we're just doing audio. But again, Squadcast does both video and audio if you want to. If a person decides to go the route of having their own podcast, how do you recommend they promote it so that people will actually listen? That, that's a good question, right? That's the big question. And um, uh, growing a podcast is a slow process. So, it, and, and that's frustrating to a lot of people. So they give up, you know, a lot of podcasts stop publishing before they hit 10 episodes because they realize, A, it's quite a bit of work and B, how my audience isn't as big as I want. And so part of that's discoverability. If someone's in the Apple podcast app, they're really just searching there based on the title and author of the podcast, right? So there's nothing going into the show. And, you know, if you, if you post a blog post, Google might capture one paragraph on there. And if someone's searching for a term in there, all of a sudden they're on your, on your blog or your website, uh, podcasting is very much a, a slow growth game. And so what I found to be the best way, frankly, is to either be a guest on other shows. And if you educate that audience, if you do a great job as a guest, then people might check out your podcast and the host is always going to let you pitch your own podcast. Oh, by the way, you know, um, Dr. Susan has her own podcast. Here's where to, uh, to, to go listen to that. Um, and then having good guests on your show too, because that guest will help promote the show afterward. And whether that's on social media and an email newsletter, most of the time they're excited that they were a guest on a podcast and they'll say, Hey, check out, I was on marketing tips, for doctors, um, check out the episode here. Right. And so that grows your podcast as the host and a guest on shows helps drive traffic back to your own and get more listeners for yours. Um, beyond that, obviously, do what you can on social media and your email list and that sort of thing to promote the show as well. And that's going to go mostly to your own existing audience. But each of those people then, if they subscribe to your podcast, they start listening to it, they'll tell their friends about it if they get a lot of value out of it. So you know, being a guest on other shows, having great guests on your shows, and then adding as much value as you can. So really thinking about, am it, would I be interested in listening to this podcast if I w weren't the host or the guest on it, right? So, and the way you do that is you add a lot of value. 
That certainly makes a lot of sense. The idea of having a podcast really brings out the increase in visibility in today's world of noise with over 3 billion blogs, that's not exactly going to be a way that you could stand out when there's only about 3 million podcasts. So there's a big difference. But when you look at the actual statistics, um, they they then look at how many podcasts are actually still going and are active as opposed to those that just started. And what they're finding out is that while there might be three three million podcasts out there in the airspace, there are in fact only about five hundred thousand active podcasts. So, which is a big difference. So, when you say, you know, I'm thinking about maybe starting a podcast, but you know, I think maybe I am really too late, that the space is really overpopulated and there are so many people competing for that space in my niche, uh, it doesn't really make sense for me. Um, The thing to keep in mind is that there aren't as many people in that space as one would think. That's right. That's absolutely right. The numbers can be somewhat deceiving. And, and, and I agree, it's still not too late to get into it. Now, I do think people need to understand that the, the median number of downloads per episode for, for podcasts is uh, it's in the 150 to 200 range generally. And so, you know, even even as you get so that's about, you know, the 50th percentile. Right. And so a lot of podcasts don't have huge audiences, but they're very dedicated audiences. And they're very targeted audiences. And so uh, there was a popular podcaster who was uh, explained it like this. You know, if you could sit in front of a room of a couple hundred people every week and have a talk, have a conversation, you'd be probably be pretty excited about that, right? And so I think if you think about that the same way with a podcast, there's a lot of value to it, even if the audience numbers aren't huge. And of course, you can grow quite a bit bigger than that. That's the 50th percentile. Uh, or the median. And so, you know, there are quite a few podcasts that get substantially more downloads per episode. Of course, conversion means a lot as well, because if only 10 people were to listen in, but all 10 of those people made an appointment with your office and also followed up on the call to action that you were requesting during that podcast, it would mean a lot more to you than if 500 people were listening and said, this is nice, and then change the channel at the end. Absolutely. Let's say you're a local doctor in Seattle, um, and you can get on a podcast with 500 people here, or you can get on one in Boston with 10,000 people, you know, the the local one's going to make a lot more sense for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, a a similar thing, I, I always encourage people to Focus less on the size of the audience and more on on how focused it is for you. And keep in mind, too, you know, when you think about conversion, it might not be all all at once. So if you're a local doctor, let's say you're a a pediatrician, um, maybe someone has a kid a year from now and they're like, oh, who's that doctor we heard on podcast XYZ, that sort of thing. And, And then they go back and listen to it. Or if you have a recurring segment or if you're hosting your own podcast and they're like, oh, yeah, what's that podcast we listened to that was talking about? The COVID numbers in our area. Who who is that doctor? She sounded, you know, very intelligent. That that sort of thing, or she had a, a great background. Um, so it can be, it can pay dividends for a very long time. It's not just a short hit. 
let's say a doctor says, you know what, I don't really think I have the time or the budget to start a podcast. I, I just want to talk around and be on everybody else's show. Mm-hmm. How do you recommend that they most easily get accepted as a guest on other people's show? What should they do to pursue that? Right. Well, I would create what's called a one sheet. And this is basically a pitch for who you are. So you can talk about your your degrees. Obviously, as a, as a medical doctor, you have multiple degrees, any uh, maybe certifications, that sort of thing. And then talk about the topics you can talk about, right? M- medicine's a wide wide ranging field, right? And some people specialize, some people are very general, some people have multiple things. So talk about the specific topics um, that you can cover on there as well. And so that one sheet, think of it as kind of a marketing pitch for you. Um, and that's something that really tells a podcaster, here's what the person can, can do for me or for my audience as a guest. And one thing that I would recommend putting on there, or at least putting in your pitch when you're pitching the podcasters to be on their show, is what you'll do to help promote the show afterward. So, for example, let's say you're on a local uh, a local podcast. You can say, hey, we'll include this in a link to it in our next email. We send out a monthly email marketing newsletter to all of our patients. We'll send out a link to this in our email. And that gets the podcaster excited about it because, again, it's kind of a you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kind of situation. That's really important. What I also recommend to my clients is when a doctor says, well, you know, I, I deal with a lot of you know medical health. I don't really know what people are interested in listening to. I don't really know, you know, what excites them. You know, most of what I would say as a health topic might might be a little bit boring, actually. Um, What I recommend is going into the forums or chat rooms of some of the more popular social media sites, because when people start asking questions about their health, they're looking, they're telling you what problems they're struggling with. And if you can provide solutions to those problems, you know, people are more apt to listen to you. That's right. Yeah, that's a good point. I think, uh, you know, you could also ask your, I, I think as a doctor, you probably get a lot of the same questions a lot from your patients. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would think about that too. So that, think about, you know, what what questions do people usually ask me? Um, and maybe there's some value there to, to answering those in a one-to-many as opposed to one-to-one, right? So you can get down to more interesting um, topics and, and issues with your patients. What are two tips that you could give our listening audience today regarding podcasts? Yeah. So, you know, I have so many, but let me pick a couple out because there's one that you talk about when you invite people on your guests. And and I really appreciate this. And that is use a decent microphone. Um, It doesn't need to be an expensive microphone, but um, just getting something that is, you you do not want to be talking into your laptop. You don't want to be talking into your mobile phone. Um, so one thing I would do there is definitely upgrade your, your microphone. Um, and then as far as being a guest, again, I'd focus on quality rather than quantity of the audience. And when you're just getting started, even if a podcast doesn't seem like the perfect fit, I'd go ahead and get on that show because it's going to build up um, your catalog, if you will. And one, it'll make you more confident. Two, you can say, oh, yeah, I've been on 10 podcasts and a host is more likely to invite you on uh, because they'll say, oh, this this person is not a newbie, right? They're not new at being a guest on podcasts. For those listeners out there that are saying, you know, 
what, you know, what this guy says makes a lot of sense, but I don't have the time and I don't really think that I have the inclination to shop around and see what podcasts accept guests, which mm. ones are in sync with myself. How can listeners get in touch with you and just sign up for your service? Sure. So if you go to podcastguests.com, you can sign up for free. Um, you just put in your email and your name. And what we do is we send out a list of uh, 10 podcasts twice a week. So 20 podcasts every week that are looking for guests. Um, now, if if you want to get booked on more shows and you want the podcasters to come to you because you are time constrained, we also offer a paid service uh, where at the premium level you get, uh, we, we produce, well, you create an online one sheet, right? You fill out a form and we create an online mobile friendly, SEO friendly one sheet for you. And then you're in our directory and podcasters can come to you and invite you on their show. So you don't have to spend any time once you create that, uh, that initial online one sheet or profile, if you will, it's kind of like creating a LinkedIn profile. And then people come to you and they say, Hey, would you like to be a guest on my podcast? And so that's kind of the, um, the still inexpensive, but time-saving way to do it. There are agencies out there that will get you booked on shows. I think of them kind of white glove right here. We'll go out, we'll get you booked on shows. We'll, you know, we'll manage everything in the background. Um, those are fairly expensive, but it might be worthwhile for some people. I've seen it anywhere from 500 to say a couple thousand dollars per appearance on podcasts. Um, so that's kind of your, your white glove, do it for me type option. Um, and then I, I kind of fall kind of in the middle and, and, you know, I would encourage you to consider hiring someone to manage this process for you. If time is more valuable than, than money. So by, by all means, find someone who specializes in this, um, to, to help you out. Well, you've said the magic word, which I recommend to everybody. And the magic word is not please. That's what you get when you're a child. The magic word for me is outsource. And that is when you see that there is a valuable need and you can't do it. There are plenty of people out there that are skilled in the type of job or uh, responsibility that you would like out there. And you don't have to do it all. You could just delegate that to someone that like would love to do that for you and, and is specialized in it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and again, doctors are a perfect example. We go to doctors because they're specialists, right? They're specialists in the medical field. And uh, so it makes sense if you're a doctor, not to be a professional podcaster, right? <laughs> and then have someone help you out with that. So well, it was really a delight speaking with you today, Andrew. Uh, for those people just tuning in, we've been speaking to Andrew Allivan, and it's been delightful listening to you regarding podcasts. Uh, this has been another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors with your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Till next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness. Greatness.